welcome, welcome, welcome back to my podcast, 24th podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. Ladies and gentlemen, coming at you once again from my freaking lazy boy. I moved it from one of my corners of my room. It was collecting dust. I was literally using it like a shelf to put all my clothes on it. But then I was like, let me let me get comfortable here. I want to get comfortable when I'm recording my podcast. I like to be comfortable. 24 likes to be comfortable when he's recording his podcast. So let me move it in front of my desk. And I have never been more comfortable uh, than when I have been in my lazy boy. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we got a football game to cast today because I've been putting that off for... A really, really long time. We're going to cast Kansas City versus Baltimore. Uh, I think I, I think I know who wins, but I think it's an interesting football game. We're going to look at Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes. This is both of them pretty much in their prime of their career. Their young, young career. Also, uh, I'm going to, before I even get on that game, I'm also going to talk about the NFL Network and how dumb they are and how they can't freaking how they how how freaking cable is losing to to Netflix and streaming services and stuff like that and all that not net, not Netflix but how cable yeah how cable is losing to Netflix and other stuff like that ladies and gentlemen that and much 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 more right here on 24's podcast that sounded weird 24's podcast Awesome, awesome, <sighs> awesome stuff. Coming in the next week or two, we got the NFL draft next Friday. Not this Friday, next Friday. We got pretty much the lead up to the draft. Uh, I, th- I, 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 my internet. Whoa, hold on. My internet wasn't the issue last night. Last night I was trying to do multiple mock drafts and things of that nature. Should I continue to do that? This podcast. I mean, first and foremost, let's see if the site is still up. It is. Finally back up. We'll probably do some mock drafts and things of that nature. Actually, before I cast the Lamar Jackson versus uh, Patrick Mahomes football game. But um, but first, let me talk about the NFL Network for like two seconds because it blows my mind just how stupid uh, the people who are. Uh, some Not people, but the decision making of the people who are running the NFL Network. So right now, I'm tuned in live to the NFL Network. And they're not even showing like live coverage or live like like what's it called content or material on the NFL network they're showing me fucking ESPN like the ESPN NFL live they're showing me ESPN instead of the fucking NFL network and so the like why why would I why why would I watch the NFL network when you're showing me ESPN are they seriously just showing me ESPN cuz I've been watching ESPN they're not even showing me ESPN they're showing me repeats, not repeats, excuse me, but like replays of ESPN on the NFL Network. It's not even live. It's like, what are you doing? Sweet baby, Jesus. The, do you, and do you want to know what happens when I tune into ESPN? Let, let me make sure that this is actually ESPN. Let me make sure that wasn't ESPN 2 that I was watching. Okay, so it was, they were showing me reruns of an ESPN NFL Live when they're, when, when it's prime time. It's, it's 8 o'clock right now. Come on. You've gotta be shitting me. It's not even their own content. It's not, it's not that they're showing me NFL football games, right? Like, like when I tune in 
to the NFL Network, do you want to know what I expect? I expect if you're not going to be talking about football, if you're not going to have a panel of people talking about football, then I would expect to watch football on that channel, right? Do you want to know what happens if I go to ESPN? Not ESPN 2. ESPN right now. It's an NFL football game, 2009, Green Bay Packers versus the Minnesota Vikings, the game where Brett Favre came back to, uh, to, to the Packers as a Viking. Like they were showing freaking the NFL Network was only showing football lives all goddamn weekend. I'm like, can you guys please? I'm, I'm, but I'm like, I'm just waiting for the goddamn opportunity for them to, to, to put on a freaking football game. Like, this is why you're losing a streaming services all over the world. And they're showing me reruns of the Dallas Cowboys versus the Pittsburgh Steelers game. And I say, and I keep bitching about this because it's like, it doesn't make any sense why, if you're an NFL network, literally, if you're an NFL network, why you wouldn't show football games constantly. It should be like Cartoon Network, besides Adult Swim, and they kind of strayed away from this for like for like a couple of years because I, when I was a kid, I used to watch a shit ton of Cartoon Network. Because I, I still am into cartoons, but not as much as I was when I was a kid. But when I was a kid, they would only show fucking cartoons 24 hours a day, 7 days a week on Cartoon Network unless it was on Adult Swim. Then they lost their way and they were like, you know what? As a cartoon network, we're going to show live action stuff like Destroy, Build, Destroy. And build in, in a bunch of weird shows instead of it just being animation. They're just going to go off script and do some dumb shit. And uh, then then I stopped watching Cartoon Network, ironically. They canceled Symbiotic Titan, if you were around when Symbiotic Titan... That was a fucking great show. The creator of Samurai Jack made Symbiotic Titan, if if you're you're on the up and up on that type of stuff. Point being, NFL Network, they're like, yeah, we're not going to show any live football games not live but like any great football games we're not going to have the Dallas Cowboys we're not going to show off any of the great Dallas Cowboy football games they played in the last four years we're not going to do that all we're going to do is show pretty predictable games games that we've probably showed off hundreds of times before reruns over and over and over again no not any good games like the um like Dak setting uh the the perfect passer rating against the Giants not the uh the Cowboys going to Washington that that next week and being great as well not the year before where they went on a seven game winning streak no we're just going to show them losing to freaking Washington again we're going to show them uh losing to the Jets we're going to show them at their worst Right, and think that cowboy fans are going to, for some weird reason, tune in to watch the Dallas Cowboys at their worst. Then we're gonna, then we're gonna have freaking ESPN. God damn it! They're like they're showing me. I cannot believe I'm, I cannot believe what I'm watching right now. I'm literally watching the NFL Network show me a segment from not a segment, but pretty much the entire show of NFL Live. I can't remember if it was. I don't know if it's today or tomorrow, or yesterday, or the day before, don't know when it was, when they, when this was recorded, but this was pre-recorded, because ESPN isn't even showing this, it's the Green Bay Packers versus the Minnesota game, and I'm like, what the frick are you guys doing? Like, this is why you guys suck, this is why Drew Brees didn't want to go to ESPN and, and cast for Monday Night Football, why he's like, you know what, let me just go to NBC. Collinsworth and Al Michaels, apparently their contracts are over with. I don't know what the frick they want to do, but they're apparently going away. Leaving Mike Tirico and Drew Brees the spot open for Sunday night. I'm gonna I wanna go for Sunday night. And you know what I would say to Drew Brees? I would say, go take your ass to Monday night. This is wait, not Monday, Sunday night. Not Monday, Sunday night. 
take your ass to Sunday night. It's 20 times better than Monday night. Like, if he had the opportunity to be the caster for Sunday night football instead of Monday night, I'm like, everybody likes Sunday night better than Monday night. Jesus Christ. Long story short, the NFL Network, they're still horrible at scheduling content or games for their network. I mean, they're not even showing me games. They're showing me... They're they're showing me some of the dumbest stuff I've I've seen in a long time. Okay, so uh, next week I'm going to have. Uh, should I should I take no I'm not I'm, I was about to say should I take time off no 24 you've taken enough breaks, but I'm like I'm trying to figure out how to essentially you know uh, you know maybe not keep it under wraps but like how how I should cover the mock draft next not the mock draft but the actual draft next week. I know it's Monday, technically it's going to be Tuesday probably uh, when you see this, but I was thinking, I was like, man, I'll have the entirety of the mock draft, not of the mock draft, but the draft Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I think that's when it is. When's the 23rd? It's on the 23rd, right? 23rd through the 25th. Or is it the 25th? Like now I'm it's the 23rd so it's next Thursday. So I'm like okay, so it's not that big of a deal then. But I was thinking I was like, man, how do I entertain you as a viewer for a couple of days before we get into the draft and then I was like, eh, I I won't worry about it that hard or that much. But the draft is coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Again, like with the NFL Combine, I know the Combine was a little bit of a, you know, of a, of a, of just not, not very interesting content unless you were interested in the Combine, but if you were interested in the Combine, you thoroughly enjoyed that. If you didn't, if you weren't interested, it was kind of like, ah, this isn't, this isn't my thing. Trust me, you're going to want to tune in next week, Thursday through, I think, Saturday, maybe even Sunday. Entire coverage, NFL draft is going to be here on 24's podcast. Don't want to miss that. Now, the reason why I was talking about the mock draft was that yesterday, for some weird reason, I was trying to get on the draftnetworks.com, uh, the draftnetwork.com, excuse me, that site, and uh, I couldn't get on it. I tried for like 20 minutes. It didn't, it wasn't working the way I wanted it to work, so I had to freaking cancel the podcast uh, a little bit earlier than what I, uh, than what I wanted to, than what I was planning on doing, excuse me. And I kind of went through... Uh, some of the, I went, I had two drafts, two mock drafts. I had the first one that I had was the mock draft that I wanted to happen. So this was the draft. Okay. Like this is what I, these are the players that if I were these teams that I was going to pick, um, maybe not what the teams themselves would pick, uh, the mock draft that I tried to do, but didn't do because like the, the website crashed. Um, but the draft that I, that essentially was going to be about the teams uh, like me predicting, excuse me, what the team picks were going to make. I didn't get to make that draft. And then uh, I was going to do one final one, and it was just going to be like me just going through the rounds, and uh, not the round, the rounds, but the first round and seeing exactly some of the players that Dallas could have at number one. I'm going to kind of go over that material kind of quickly so that way we can kind of move off of it because I will be repeating some of the stuff that I said on uh, on yesterday's 
<clears throat> on yesterday's podcast. So if you listen to yesterday's podcast, this is kind of going to be a refresher. If you didn't listen to it, well, uh, probably listen to it and then come back to this one because I'm gonna like it, there, there's going to be some differences. There's going to be some permutations there here and there. But uh, for the most part, it's going to be the same because unlike everybody else's mock draft, I actually did my goddamn homework before I came in and started creating mock drafts. People were like, mm, "I don't know about Jordan Love. I don't know about Jordan Love. I don't. I don't. I don't know about Jordan Love." But the the main guy that I was talking about yesterday that could potentially fall is Isaiah Simmons, uh, just because of team needs and team evaluations. I think that he could be, be potentially the guy that falls. Uh, I, I think that the two teams that could probably pick him in the top ten are probably going to be the Giants and the Jaguars. I don't see a lot of the other teams picking him in the top 10 because either they want to get picks like Akuda and Chase Young and Burrow or Tua or Herbert, Herbert, excuse me, or they want to get some type of an offensive line. Like I don't see Isaiah Simmons going to one of these teams that needs an offensive lineman, specifically a left tackle, and uh, try to protect their young quarterback. Because a lot of the teams that are going to be picking the, in the top 10, they either have a young quarterback and need to protect him and get a, an offensive lineman or a wide receiver, or they, um, they don't have a young quarterback and they want to have a young quarterback. It's like, you know, you, you kind of need, you, you need both. You either have a young quarterback and you need an offensive lineman, or you or you don't and you need a young quarterback and you and you have the the ability to get them. All right, now I'm just repeating myself. Okay, so let's start it off once again. Hopefully the website doesn't crash on me yet again. Let me take a swig of my half and half. Hold on. All right. So number one overall going to be, and this is pretty standard, and this is what I think will probably happen. On Thursday of next week, Burrow 1, Chase Young 2, and then probably Akuda. And and I forgot to mention this, Derek Brown could probably be here as well, uh, depending on what Matt Patricia wants to do with that defense and and specifically with this pick. He may think, well, I have a great core of DBs, or I could get a DB in the second round or the third round or whatever he could be. Like, they drafted TJ Hawkinson last year. So it's like, it may be a layup for them to get Jeff Akuda, but it's like they, they got Hawkinson. Hawkinson. He did nothing this year, right? So, <clears throat> Akuda, he could, he, he could definitely be their pick at number three overall. Isaiah Simmons, uh, because they need a linebacker, and I think they also need a safety, if I'm honest with you. I don't know, I don't know what their status at safety is. And um, on top of that, they also need a defensive line lineman as well, so Derek Brown, he could potentially be in play. Um, Detroit is a terrible football team, man, and it's hard to predict predict what terrible football teams are going to do in some cases when they have a lot of options. Um, I'm just going to go with the safe option and say that they'll draft a CUDA. And then the same thing goes with the Giants. It's like they need a tackle, but they also need a linebacker, and I was, again, talking about this yesterday. Um, I think that they want to protect Daniel Jones, so I'm going to say they draft uh, either Tristan Wirfs. I, he's the he's the um, I think he's the right tackle. I think he does play right tackle mostly. Uh, he's the right tackle out of Iowa. He can maybe swap over to left tackle if you don't like Nate Solder, but he but I I don't know if they like their right tackle either. I, I don't know if they like their right tackle more than they like their left tackle. If you like your right tackle more than you than you like your left tackle but you don't necessarily want to get 
like, what's his name? Not Isaiah uh, Simmons, excuse me, Tristan Wirfs. But if you don't want to get him, then you can get Makai Becton out of Louisville. He protected Lamar Jackson. Like, there's a lot of different options that you can have, but I'm just going to say they take the right tackle out of Iowa in uh, Tristan Wirfs. He, he may be able to swap over to left tackle if you need him to do that. We'll see. Uh, next up at number five, Miami, they're going to take two up. The Chargers, um, interesting pick here. I think Andrew Lynn, he could either get Cam Newton, he could either stay with Tyrod Taylor. I'm not necessarily, like, I feel like he wants to win now, and I feel like they can win now, and I feel like what he is going to, I feel like what his, his thought process is, if I can try and, like, enter into his mind, is he's thinking, well, I have Mark Ingram, I have Joey Bosa, I have Keenan Allums, I think his name, uh, the second guy, the second uh, weapon is James Williams, or John Williams, or something like that, like, they have a pretty good team, and I feel like he thinks that if they're, they're one piece away, uh, from going back to the playoffs and dominating in the playoffs once again. And what that one piece was a quarterback that doesn't turn the football over 20 times in Phillip Rivers. So I feel like that's what he thinks is is the, the key piece that's keeping them away from winning a bunch of football games. And I'm going to have to say that they either will get another quarterback in Cam Newton or they'll stick with Tyrod Taylor and they'll just run the football with Austin Eckler or run screens out the backfield or or jet sweeps, or whatever. Like, I don't think they're, go- they're going to get a quarterback at number six. They definitely could, but I don't think they will, because I feel like that they want to use that on a left tackle or a right tackle. Well, I think they just, well... I think they just got a right tackle, though, or left tackle. Like, they traded away a left tackle. They, they traded away one of their key p- uh, pieces on the offensive line, and then uh, to-, to Carolina, and then I think they signed one guy in free agency. So it could be a toss-up here where it's like they could get Justin Herbert or they could get Makai Becton. For the purpose of this draft and kind of continuing on with what I was talking about yesterday, I think they're going to pick up Makai Becton. Carolina. Um, I think I said the Giants and Jacksonville could be in play for Isaiah Simmons. I also need to mention Isaiah Simmons as well. He could obviously he could also be in play as well. They just uh, lost their star at linebacker in obviously Luke Keekley, so they could. I mean, they could they could add on another guy in, or not even another guy, but add in a guy that could potentially be their Luke Keekley going forward in the sense of being you know one of their best players on the team defensively in in Isaiah Simmons, or they could get a Derek Brown. It's like, who do you want? Who do you want? And. Uh, I think they want Derrick Brown. I think they want Derrick Brown, 7th overall to Carolina. Uh, Potentially Isaiah Simmons could be in play as well. Uh, The Cardinals, they need an offensive lineman, so they will pick up an offensive lineman in Andrew Thomas. Jacksonville, again, they could be another team that's going to be in play for Isaiah Simmons. But I think they're going to do a little bit of a reach and get Javon Kenlaw. Even though they probably need to help out their quarterback and get him a wide receiver, because he has no wide receivers. Cleveland, at number 10, they're going to get uh, Jedrick Wills out of Alabama. And this is just based upon the board that I'm drafting with at, at the uh, thedraftnetwork.com. This is just based off of their guys. Now, so, at number 11, all of the guys that you would have wanted are now off the board when it comes to uh, your offensive line. You have some guys later on in the draft, uh, in the first round, excuse me, Isaiah Wilson, 
uh, Josh Jones out of Houston. I think there may be one other guy as well. Uh, Ezra Cleveland out of, excuse me, out of Boise State. He's also going to be there. There's there's some guys that you could get. You could also get an edge rusher and Caleb on Chasen here. Uh, you you could also get a freaking wide receiver. Um, but it's it's going to be interesting to see what decision the Jets could possibly make here. I mean, they've pretty much spent the last couple of years working on um, on getting pieces specifically for the defense, and I think this year they may try and get somebody for Sam Donald, and uh, that person could be a C.D. Lamb, number eleventh overall, going to New York. Then the Raiders, um, they're probably going to get Jerry Judy at this position. As much as I would love to see Jerry Judy at number at number 17th for the Dallas Cowboys, I'm like I feel like Jerry Judy would fit that West Coast style of offense that John Gruden loves to employ in, in his offenses. I feel like he would also uh fit very very well within uh, uh, uh the Raiders offensive system, maybe being a number 2 or the number 1 guy. I like I think I think the Raiders are either going to take Judy or Ruggs. I also think that taking rugs could be a possibility for the Raiders as well because John Gruden he he need well you know what I feel like I feel like this could potentially happen for the Raiders is that they could have that flash and pop of uh, of Henry Ruggs III and say hey look at us we're go- we're going to Oakland we're going to Oakland we have football players on our football team that are are dynamic like Henry Ruggs III you know not necessarily a guy that's that's a, a, a technician at route running in a Jerry Judy. I feel like they could potentially get a Henry Ruggs a third, but I also feel like what they probably want out of that position is probably Jerry Judy. You know what? I'm going to I'm I'm going to switch up my pick. I'm going to say that the Raiders get Henry Ruggs because I feel like John Gruden could potentially not potentially, but probably will do something like that where he's going to go for a pick that's more flash and pop more than a uh, kind of uh oatmeal and maybe not oatmeal, because Jerry Judy runs some pretty fantastic routes, but maybe not necessarily, you know, just, hey, he's going to run a route, and he's going to catch football, and he's not necessarily, he may not necessarily be your down-the-field threat, but he's going to be the guy, in in Jerry Judy, of course, that's going to be reliable, more reliable, I think, um, inside the 20s, and even um, in in the red zone, than I think a Henry Ruggs a third, whereas Henry Ruggs is probably going to be your down-the-field threat. He's going to be the guy that you look for on big plays. Jerry Judy is kind of going to be that nickel-and-dime type of guy, 5, 10-yard, maybe 15-yard routes, even though his route tree is is deep, I would say. You know what I mean? Like a deep threat versus something that's pretty consistent, like something that somebody that you can just kind of like a Julian Edelman, I would say. Like Julian Edelman isn't necessarily the guy that's going to run down the field. He's just going to be the guy that's going to, you know, death by a thousand cut you or cuts you, I guess. I don't know. Then number 13th overall, uh, 49ers, they did not move up in this draft to get a, um, uh, they didn't move up at all. They traded away their best defensive player or de- best defensive interior player into Force Buckner to the Colts. I'm thinking that they're going to take a wide receiver. They also need a cornerback. They can get a quarterback a cornerback late on, later on in the draft. You got a top three wide receiver in the draft. Get get Jerry Judy. Get him. Pick him up. Pick him up. Keep in mind, by the way, Justin Herbert is still on the board. Isaiah Simmons is still on the board. Uh, Caleb Von Chasen, C.J. Henderson, uh, Xavier McKinney, they're all still on the board. And these are the draft picks that Dallas could potentially get outside of Justin Herbert. Now, 
here comes the uh, here comes all not here comes all these teams, but all of these teams they're about to take up all of your options, right? So the Buccaneers, for example. I'm like the Buccaneers, for example. I'm like, well, they don't necessarily need they they need an offensive tackle. There's none available. They need a running back. There's some available. They need a wide receiver. You can reach for Justin Jefferson. You can trade back in the draft. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They already have a pretty stout linebacker group. But if, for example, hold on. I mean, yeah, I mean, Isaiah Simmons is still there. Why not, though? If he's there, why not? Why not? Uh, I mean, they need all they need all offensive players. They need an offensive tackle. They need a running back. They need a wide receiver. They could reach for Justin Jefferson. They could. Or they could trade back. I can't trade back because I'm not a a premium member of the draftnetwork.com, so you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to reach for Justin Jefferson. Help out Tom Brady. He can play inside, which is very important because you have Chris Godwin and you have... uh, uh, Mike Evans, who are probably going to play on the outside. He can play outside, but more importantly, he can play on the inside. Justin Jefferson, 14th overall to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, interestingly enough, you have the the Broncos now. They need a wide receiver, but you also know what they need and could probably get and probably want to get a corner. They're going to take the guy that you want in Dallas and C.J. Henderson. Then the Atlanta Falcons. They also need a corner. But Isaiah Simmons is there. This could happen, by the way. Isaiah Simmons could happen. This could happen where he falls to number 16th overall. They need an interior defensive lineman. They need a corner. They need an edge rusher. They need a linebacker. They need a running back. He's way too good to pass up Isaiah Simmons, number 16th overall to the Atlanta Falcons. Dallas, you got a lot of guys. You got a lot of guys that at this position, at number 17th, I really, really like this position in the draft because this draft is loaded with a bunch of first-round talent, right? In this position, number 17th, you have... Kayla Vaughn Chasen, Xavier McKinney, Grant Delpit. You probably get Jeff Gladney, maybe CJ Henderson if he falls. Point is, you could you could address some of the real issues that you have on defense. And only four picks ago, uh, Jerry Judy went to the 49ers. So you may be able to trade up and get Jerry Judy or Henry Ruggs if you like one of those guys. You know who I'm going to say they take? The guy that I have been, I've been saying, please, for the love of God, Dallas, get a safety. Everybody's like, you know what? Let's get, let's get, let's get an edge rusher. Let's get an interior defensive lineman. Let's get the, let's get, no, get a damn safety. Get a damn safety. Get Xavier McKinney, safety out of Alabama. 
Let me tell you something. You don't, your safety does not need to be an interception machine. They do not need to be a sack machine. They just need to have solid play by them throughout their career, throughout their time on the football field. The safety position does not need to get interceptions. They do not need to get sacks. They just need to have production. And Xavier McKinney, he's probably the best all-around safety in the draft. Everybody's like, Grant Delpit, Grant Delpit, Grant Delpit, because Grant Delpit is the type of guy that everybody that everybody falls in love with because of what he could potentially be. That's called a witch in a candy house. Hansel and Gretel, if you don't know the metaphor that I'm referring to. You know, on the outside, it's like, oh my gosh, this is pretty, this is great, this is fantastic. But then once you get on the inside, you realize that it's a trap. This happens all the time in the draft where you see a team reach for a pick or not even reach for a pick, but over-evaluate a pick and only see what they want to see. Meanwhile, the witch is waving her goddamn broomstick in the freaking uh, candy glass window. It's like, pay attention to what, to what the player is trying to show you. They have tremendous upside, but they also have tremendous negatives or downsides, excuse me. And usually that doesn't bode well for the NFL. You usually want steady play. You usually want consistency. There's very, very few times where you have to roll the dice, where you have to risk it all just to go out and get one guy. Going out and getting Tua, going out and getting Joe, going out and getting Justin Herbert, if you like one of those guys, that's a risk that you have to be willing to take. Going up and getting Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, those are risks that you got to take. But if you're one of those two teams, you don't trade away your goddamn first, for not first round draft pick, excuse me, your best wide receiver in the, in, on, on your team, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL for not even goddamn first round draft pick. Don't do that. You don't do that. You don't take those dumb risks because your wide receiver wants more money. You don't be Houston. You be steady. You be consistent. You say to yourself, we got the quarterback if we're Kansas City. We don't need to risk it. If we're one of these teams, we don't have to draft a Delpit. Let's just get McKinney, 17th overall, and let's play football now. Let's go Let's go ahead and play football. Play football, y'all. All right, <clears throat> 18th overall, Miami. They need an offensive tackle, they need an interior offensive lineman, and they need a safety. Do you want to know who they're going to take? Uh, because they can't get either one of them, they will take <laughs> As much as I said, don't, as much as I said, you don't need a Grant Dell. He's, he's the second best safety in the, in the draft. So, yeah, it's like, get, get, get Grant Dell. All right. <clears throat> Number 19th overall, uh, Raiders. They need a corner. They need an interior defensive guy, uh, defensive lineman. I'm going to say they either get Christian Fulton or Jeff Gladney. In this case, I'm going to say they get Fulton out of LSU. Uh, Jaguars, they need a corner, a safety, a wide receiver, and apparently a quarterback, which it's like, well, they, don't they like don't they like Minshew? Um, I'm like Caleb on Chasen. He's still there. They need an edge rusher. He's pretty much the best player available. Caleb on. He's on. Philadelphia, uh, I think in the last five, not five picks, in, excuse me, in the last 20 picks, five have been wide receivers. There's nobody left for them uh, to pick up, so they're going to try and find somebody at linebacker. And you know what? It's going to be a bit of a reach. I like Kenneth Murray more than I like Patrick Queen. So I'm going to say they pick up, or they could get Gladney. 
You know what? I'm going to say they get Jeff Gladney corner out of TCU. By the way, apparently something interesting if you're a Philadelphia Eagle fan, and more importantly if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, uh, this could just be rumors. This could just be lies. This this could just be the uh, the things that ha- that are being discussed because it's the um, it's the draft's time. It's it's the time for the draft, and teams are just lying to throw other teams off. But apparently there was a report that apparently the Eagles they aren't looking for a wide receiver in this year's draft. Um, to be honest with you, maybe not in this year's draft, but in this but in the first round. Excuse me. I don't know how much I buy that report because it's like there's if 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 Judy is there, if Ruggs is there, if Jefferson is there, come on, like you're you're taking a wide receiver. However, I don't know if they will fall to uh, to the Eagles or because everybody evaluates players differently. So certain teams they don't necessarily want other teams to know how you evaluate players because it's like it could be that you're either missing something, like. Uh, uh, excuse me, yeah, uh, not, yeah, I mean, you as a team could be missing something that the other team has seen based upon their evaluations, or, you know, they just don't want you to to have that information to manipulate them and say, hey, well, we may draft this guy and force the team to go up in the draft and trade up, and that's essentially what I think Washington was trying to do, was saying, well, we want to move off of the second round draft pick and don't want to draft Chase Young. It's like, no, you're drafting Chase Young. Or they were like, uh, well, we want to we want to get to it. It's like, no, you're trying to force Miami to move up so that way you could either get McKinney. Uh, no, not McKinney, excuse me. Isaiah Simmons or Jeff Okuda or Derek Brown or who else do, can watch it? Or Chase Young. But I don't think Chase Young is going to be there fifth overall if Washington doesn't get him. So um, long story short, Eagles at 21, they're probably going to take uh, uh, Jeff Gladney in this situation because he's the best uh, player at the need at <clears throat> excuse me at their need of uh, at their positional need excuse me now a lot of corners have been taken a lot of edge rushers not a lot of edge rushers but some edge rushers too have been taken you can take Denzel Mims if you're if you're in this position you also need a corner but you know what I'm saying they take Denzel Mims they get the monkey off their back with uh, with um, with the issues that they've had with Stefan Diggs, uh, not you know, well, that was a bad metaphor. <laughs> that wasn't a good metaphor. But to get you know to to get that past the issues, excuse me, that they had with Ste- with Stefan Diggs, and you know just just move on to a new face, a new friendly face, and stuff like that. And they'll take Denzel Mims, uh, twenty two overall, because they're like, well, we need a we need a wide receiver, and we want to move off of Denzel Mims, and blah 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 blah. This is where things get interesting. Um, Patriots at 23. You think they're not taking Justin Herbert at 23? I think they will. And they'll have their guy for the next 10 years. And here's the thing. Do I think that Justin Herbert could potentially fall to number 23 overall to the Patriots? Oh, hell yes. Are you kidding me? Have you looked at this draft? Have you seen how many teams they want and need a quarterback? And they could, it's either, somebody's going to fall. Somebody's going to fall this draft that you're going to be like, wait, what, that guy's still, that's still, that guy's still available? What, really? 24, really? Yes, 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 he's still there. Because again, kind of like what I was talking about with Isaiah Simmons to either the, the Giants, the Carolina Panthers, or the Jacksonville Jaguars, those are the teams that I think that would have that immediate need, that immediate, that immediate impact uh, for Isaiah Simmons, 
Like, the Cardinals, they probably need a linebacker. In fact, all of these teams, they could probably use Isaiah Simmons. But it's like, well, what exactly is our positional need? Because we, we're in the top ten, and there's a bunch of great players here in the top ten for us that fit our need. Like, we can go ahead and address some of those needs, even though every team would want an Isaiah Simmons. There's a difference between a need and a want, and Isaiah Simmons is definitely a want for some of these, these teams. In fact, he's a want for every single team in the draft. But is he a positional need for every single team in the draft? No, he's not. Same thing goes with Justin Herbert. You may want a Herbert if you're, you know, if you're in the market for a young quarterback. You may, you may not necessarily need him, especially if you're one of these teams that, for example, are um, are the Giants. And if you already have your young quarterback, if you're Washington, if you're the Panthers and the uh, the Cardinals, we'll see. We'll see, though. We'll see. There's some weird picks that happen sometimes because of how teams have been essentially playing the field and playing the game and things of that nature. And, you know, things could happen one way or another. And, you know, we'll, like, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But 23 overall is where I currently have Justin Herbert. Unless the Patriots want to move up. If he gets out of the top 10, the Patriots could potentially move up for him. And they should because he's great. I really, really like Herbert out of Oregon. I haven't talked about how much I liked him that much, but yes, he is a very, very fantastic quarterback as a prospect. As a matter of fact, if Tua wasn't hurt and if Joe Burrow didn't have, like, if he had had more production in college, um, no, I said that wrong. I apologize. Because Tua has constantly been hurt and Joe Burrow has had one year, one great year, one all-time year as a college pro, they kind of have these these negatives, these glaring flaws with their play, right, at, at quarterback. Justin Herbert really doesn't have those glaring issues. He's not really injury-prone. In fact, I don't think he's been injured for his entire college career. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's not true. But, maybe, but he hasn't missed a, lot, a bunch of games. In fact, I can just look that up. Why am I trying to guess? Let's see how many games Justin Herbert has missed. Stop trying to guess 24. How many games has he played in? 8, 8, 13, 14. So he's pretty much played in every single game, and his games have been going up in the past uh, four years. So he's, like, he hasn't necessarily missed a bunch of games. So he doesn't have a lot of flaws to him. Doesn't have a lot of flaws to his game. I like that. I like that about Herbert. Now, Saints. I think they will get either Patrick Queen or Kenneth Murray. I think they're going to get the guy out of LSU. Because, like, if, if they don't get the guy out of LSU, man, that is weird. Because pretty much Patrick Queen and Kenneth Murray are pretty much going in the exact same, are, are evaluated almost, I wouldn't say similarly, but they're going in that, like, l- mid to late 20 round uh, spot. So I think that if it's between Patrick Queen or Kenneth Murray, I would be surprised if the Saints, they don't pick up Patrick Queen, if I'm honest with you, out of LSU. Vikings, once again, 25 overall. This is where you probably do a little bit of reaching. You probably maybe get an edge rusher in. Yeeter, Gross, Matos, Penn State. Then for the Dolphins, you can get Josh Jones. You can get Isaiah Wilson. You can get Ezra Cleveland. Let's get Josh Jones out of Houston. And then if you're Seattle, you need an edge rusher because you just lost, obviously, uh, your best edge rusher 
and you've kind of traded away some other guys as well. You've lost some some of your defense. Uh, but at the same token, it's like Russell Wilson, hey, you know, maybe you forgot about him. But Seattle, they always have weird and bad drafts, in my opinion. In some cases. Other cases, they get guys like DK Metcalf that almost fell to the third round. In this case, they're going to get AJ Epinesa out of Iowa. Kind of just readjusting my shorts here. All right. <clears throat> then at 28th, overall, Baltimore. I've been talking about strengthening that strength that is your running game, but I don't think that's something they're going to do. I think they're going to help out their defense. They're going to get a linebacker to help them out even further. Kenneth Murray, Oklahoma, Tennessee. You need an edge rusher, apparently. You also need an interior defensive lineman. Put a big body boy like Neville Gallimore in there. Help him out. Bang. Wide receiver. For Green Bay, everybody was like, Green Bay needs a wide receiver. Green Bay needs a wide receiver. Aaron Rodgers is on an island. You got to get him a wide receiver. Let's let's help him out. Let's get him a wide receiver. Should we? Should I get him a wide receiver? Seriously, how, like, I'll, I'll I'll get him Jalen Rager, right? Because he's the only guy that's available. So now that's six, right? Wide receivers that are taken in the first round. By the way, could actually happen. And do, to be honest with you, I don't think it's that much of a reach. If I'm if I'm lying to you, if I'm if I'm lying to you, if I'm honest with you, I don't think it's that much of a reach. San Francisco, Jalen Johnson, if you want a corner, AJ Terrell, Mm. I'm trying to think of their running style. Who did they get again at wide out? They got Judy. He doesn't necessarily fit their running style. Henry Roggs does, but Judy doesn't. Hmm. I'm thinking like cornerback or running back. Cuz there's a there's there's a lot of great running backs that are going to be here. Apparently they need an interior offensive lineman. Caesar Ruiz is here. Let's pick his ass up. Kansas City. DeAndre Swift out of Georgia. Final draft, final pick of the draft. I think this could potentially happen later on. It was it's kind of getting dicey. I'm not going to lie to you with some of my draft picks, uh, like like uh, with because some of my guys, they some of the guys that you would kind of put on some of the teams, like you would put Denzel Mims on Green Bay. He went to my uh, not Miami but Minnesota, and um, it kind of just went tits up from there. And that like it was it was hard because there there wasn't a lot of like. Guys that would fit some of these teams' play styles, I would say, uh, left in the draft. But weirdly enough, it's like, now that I kind of look at it, I'm like, wait a second, Kenneth Murray, that's a great pick for Baltimore. Neville Gallimore, 
helps out that defense. Jalen Rager, he's a speedster. He's going to be the number two guy, and you can run jet sweeps. You know, help out the interior, the interior offensive line of San Francisco, and you get a running back if you're freaking Kansas City, because to be honest with you, you probably need one later on. So, how about, because you're probably going to pay uh, Patrick Mahomes a lot of money, and then you kind of take it from there after the first day. So, yeah, I think I think that can work. I think that can fly. Again, I'll have my mock draft. I'll have the mock draft that I would like to happen and the mock draft that I will prop that I probably think will happen um, going uh, going into next week. I'll have kind of like the final copy, the final edition of those two uh, mock drafts. Probably Wednesday of next week, so that way Thursday when the actual draft rolls around, excuse me, we'll be able to watch the draft and I'll be able to talk about some of the things and I'll have, I'll have essentially my big board. I'll have my board and things of that nature, nature for uh, the mock draft. So pretty much I'm just going to run a simulation and then we'll, huh, it's already like 40 something minutes in. Like, should I just, like, should I cast a two hour, you know, I'm going to save the two hour long game. I'm going to save the two-hour long game for tomorrow. I know, I know, I know. I've been putting it off for a really, really long time. I apologize. I'm going to save Kansas City. I apologize. Baltimore for tomorrow. I know that a lot of today was recap, but I, I feel like I need, I feel like I needed to do this. I feel like I needed to do this. So, unfortunately, I know, I I don't like, I don't like creating short podcasts. You know, I'm the type of guy that likes to, you know, go in, have a nice two-hour long, but I feel like it's like, to go from talking about the draft for 40 minutes to then talking about and casting a football game for another two hours. I don't know. I feel like that would be a little bit weird. I apologize. I'm going to have the actual football game going on tomorrow. I'll have that bright and early. Don't worry. Um, I'm not taking off tomorrow. I'm not taking off. I'm going full steam ahead. I'm shifting in a turbo. I'm going max out. All right. <clears throat> so final thing we're going to talk about here today is uh, Dallas's ability to get? I'll, I'll actually have six six rounds. I'll make it worth your while, right? I'll have six rounds, right? So because I actually haven't done in in this site, by the way, that I'm using, it changes up its projections and evaluations based upon what they're feeling. Sometimes I don't, I don't know how it changes or wh- where or whatever, but it changes, right? It changes. It goes from evaluating certain players at certain ranks or not certain ranks, but at certain positions to now either their draft stock essentially falls falls or it rises and things of that nature. So, for example, on some people's mock drafts, DeAndre Swift isn't very good. Other people's, he's high up. Like, it, it really depends on what teams are going for. But this is essentially to show how many good players are probably going to be there uh, at number 17th overall for the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys uh, Thursday of next week. Uh, if I see something weird, like if I see a, a team just like not draft a good football player early on, I'm just like, no, that's that's not going to happen. And I know that my pick of Justin Herbert falling all the way to 23 is weird, but it's so it's like solely based on like the fact that I think that they could potentially, and by they I mean um, the the Chargers, they could potentially just completely skip out on um on on um on drafting a quarterback and could bolster that offensive line and just go right i'm not saying that that's necessarily something that will happen and i think well i felt like it did happen and i feel like it can happen but i don't 
I don't know. It's like they could get Herbert, and I could see them getting Herbert, and I'm not saying that they won't get Herbert. But it's like I also feel like they want to win now, and I feel like the coaching staff, especially with Anthony Lynn, feels like that they can win with a quarterback that doesn't turn the football over because he's one of those old-school head coaches that's like, well, you know, if we didn't, if, if we run the football, if we play defense, if we do this, if we do that, da 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 da, da then we'll win football games. We don't necessarily need a strong quarterback to win football games. And I, I significantly disagree with that. I feel like if, if you want my opinion on it, here's the thing. And I think I took in my mock draft, in my personal mock draft, I had them taking Justin Herbert at that position, if you want my honest opinion on it. Um, and I think they should take Justin Herbert at that position. But in that mock draft that I just did, I had them not taking him because I feel like that's something that they're, that they're not going to do. I don't think they'll take him. Even though I feel like they can take him, it's it's a weird it's a weird dichotomy. It's a weird situation to be in where it's like there's two players that they could take, and and um, I feel like they could take both. So interestingly enough, this kind of is the way that the draft goes: Burrow, Young, Akuda, Tristan, Worse, Tua Tagovailoa, Justin Herbert. It's pretty much looking exactly like my mock draft, right? This is a simulation. This isn't like me going through each and every single draft pick, right? Isaiah Simmons goes to Carolina seventh overall. And remember, that's the guy that I keep on talking about saying like that, maybe not the, the guy, but the team that could, uh, that could essentially draft him at number seven. If he's there, he's one of the best players in the draft. It just depends on what they feel like they want. If they're going to draft for need or want, you may want an Isaiah Simmons. You may need a Derek Brown. You may want, like, it, it just depends on how they draft. Sorry about that. That was my phone. Let me mute it. <clears throat> then Makai Becton goes to Arizona, Derek Brown, Andrew Thomas, Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle to the Jets, Henry Ruggs goes to Oakland Raiders, to the Oakland Raiders. I kind of disagree with that. I think they may want a Jerry Judy, but um, I, I, I don't know. By the way, CeeDee Lamb isn't picked up yet, and everybody was like, this site, it evaluates Henry Ruggs the third higher then Jerry Judy, or not Jerry Judy, but C.D. Lamb the third, um, not C.D. Lamb the third, excuse me, C.D. Lamb. So they picked up Henry Ruggs instead of C.D. I don't know why, but all right, fine, sure. Um, interestingly enough, and I actually could see this um, happening for f- the 49ers. I just think that this won't happen, but we'll just play along with the simulation. Um, they say the 49ers they get Henderson, C.J. Henderson, cornerback out of Florida. Uh, number 13th overall, they make no mistake. They do need a corner, but you also have like Jerry Judy and CD Lammer there, right? Like, like I, I, I got to disagree. I got to push back on that. Now, uh, continuing forward to help out Brady, they get him. I didn't think about this. They reached a little bit. And I think I talked about them potentially reaching for Deandre Swift they did reach for DeAndre Swift. They got him at number 14th, the Buccaneers. You can also trade down because uh, I think there's going to be some running backs there um, for you. I think some teams are going to reach on some players later on in the draft. I don't think running back is going to be one of those positions unless teams, they really, really want one. Uh, CeeDee Lamb goes number 15th overall. Kayla Von Chation, edge rusher, goes number 16th overall. Ladies and gentlemen, one big name out of the big three that is not there when Dallas is drafting at number 17th. It is Jerry Judy. Of course, in this situation, 
I am going to take him. But I'm going to give the simulation. I'm going to give it one more shot uh, because I think that's bullshit. I don't think that Jerry Judy will be there at number 17th overall. Like, there's no way he's going to be there at number seven. So I'm going to give it one more shot. If it gets it wrong again, uh, too bad. By the way, Javon Kenlaw was also there. So pretty standard stuff. Herbert, Isaiah Simmons, they go to the teams that I was like, okay, they, they, yeah, I mean, hold on. Herbert goes to the Chargers, Isaiah Simmons goes to the Panthers. It's pretty much like the last draft. Um, okay, that that's a lot better. That's way better. Uh, Henry Ruggs III goes to the Raiders. Uh, the 49ers, they get CeeDee Lamb. Again, they evaluate Henry Ruggs as the best player or the best wide receiver in the draft. I strongly disagree with that. But point is, all three of those guys are gone by number six, 17th overall. And um, Javon Kenlaw is there. Kaylevon Chason is there. I'm taking Javon Kenlaw. As much as I love Xavier McKinney, if it's between Caleb on Chason and Xavier McKinney, I'm taking McKinney. But if it's between Xavier McKinney and J- Javon Kenlaw, I'm taking Mc- I'm, K- I'm taking Kenlaw out of South Carolina. The only reason, the only reason why I'm going to do that is because I like uh, I, I like McKinney more than I like. Um, it's well, yeah, I like McKinney more than I like uh, Caleb on Chase on, and more importantly, I like our our group of edge rushers. You know, uh, when it maybe not when it comes to like like oh my gosh, all these guys can rush the passer pretty strongly. I'm I more or less like them in the sense of um, I like them in the sense of ooh, I just I have my options here. Sorry, but I like them in the sense of they're all going to be great for the cow. Not not. Oh my god, I'm sorry, I'm getting tongue-tied here because I'm focusing on two different things at one time. I apologize for that. Now, um, I like the Dallas Cowboys' defensive line when it comes to depth because you have two guys at depth when it comes to defensive tackle. Not just, And it's not Gerald McCoy and Don Terry Poe, but you also have Antoine, uh, Antoine Woods and probably somebody else. For the defensive end, you have Demarcus Lawrence probably being your starter, Randy Gregory being your, your backup, and then you have, I think, Dorrance Armstrong, and then you have Alden Smith. Like I like the edge rushers that we have for Dallas. Interestingly enough, you have, um, you have Dallas at number 51. Here are the guys that are available. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, running back out of LSU, really, really like him. Kyle D- uh, Duggar, like him from Lenore Ryan. Uh, Zach Bond, Jeremy Chin, Wisconsin. I'm going to take Zach Bond out of Wisconsin. You still need a safety. Antoine Winfield is gone. No, I. Ugh. it's not that much of a reach, but I think Zach Bond is better. Maybe not. I shouldn't say better, but I think I'm I'm going to take Zach Bond. And I know that I just talked about the de- the depth, right, of of our team. Like I really, really like the depth and blah 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 blah. But it's like he's there. It's like he's the best player available. Zach Bond is there. I think he is the best player at that position. When I was drafting, I was like, okay, you know, all right, let's get Bond. And let's 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 just let's just see what happens. Third round. All right. Jalen Hurts is still there. Donovan Peoples-Jones is still there. Please luck out. Please luck out. Please luck out. I think I got him. Damn it, I didn't get him. Kyle Duggar was there at 81. He was there at, I'm drafting at 82. 
damn it, I wanted, I wanted, damn it, I wanted Kyle Duggar. Kyle Duggar fell hard in this draft. He fell, he, he probably could have been in the second round. He fell late to the third round, 82nd overall. Um, notice by the, notice by the way that, um, I'm kind of not going that much, uh, when not that. Not that hard when it comes to uh, to wide receivers. I used to just like get wide receivers in all of my drafts because I was like, I, I love wide receivers. Um, in this draft, of course. I'm trying to think. Guys that I can get here. Still need a corner. Who's there? Who's available? Troy Pye Jr. Notre Dame. I'm going to wait. Should I? I mean, he's the best available player, best available. It's like you still need a corner. You get Javon Kinlaw and Edgewood, an interior guy. You get. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take him. I'm gonna take Troy Pye Jr. Pride Jr. Excuse me, out of Notre Dame. He's the best player on my board right now when it comes to corners. And he's actually one of my best players. Like, unless you want to take, like, a, a quarterback like Jalen Hurts. He was there. Jacob Eason, he was there. Jalen Hurts went 83rd overall, by the way, to, to the Broncos. But it's like, you know, it just depends on what exactly you wanted, right? So I still need a, um, a safety. I still probably need, you know, a couple more guys here and there. Um, but I, I really, really like this. I got an edge rusher and Zach Bond. I got Javon Kenlaw. I got a corner. Things are starting to look up if you're a Dallas Cowboy, right? Here we go. We're entering the fourth round. Let's take a shot. Let's look at some wide receivers. Let's go shopping, right? Let's 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 go shopping. Let's go shopping. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Wow, they took all my goddamn wide receivers. They took them all. Did they seriously take all my... All of my wide receivers? They took them all. Besides Duvernay, they took they took where where did where did he where did Pittman Jr. go? Where did he go? He went fifty second. Where did he go? He went somewhere. Let me just go all the way down to like the the first or the second round. I'll find him soon. Where did they take him? Cause he, he they took him forty eighth overall. Remember, like a couple of weeks ago, when I was doing, when I was on the site, he was go- he was falling like late into the third round. They took him in the second. I was like, I'll take him in the third round. You don't want him? I'll take him. There's like no wide receivers left in the third round. It's like none of them were on my board. So um, Devin Duvernay, he's still there. KJ Hamler is not there. Like again, all of my freaking wide receivers that I that I uh, talked about for like the last couple of weeks, the guys that, for example, everybody wouldn't like this, this website uh, didn't take and everybody, like everybody started to now evaluate all the wide receivers in the draft. Like they weren't good before uh, people started to evaluate them. Like Jalen Rager, he fell to the third round. T I know I'm in the fourth round, but some of these guys like Brandon, Ayuk, like they gutted me, man. They took all of my freaking wide receivers. They took Claypool. He fell to the fourth round in one of my mock drafts. In the simulation. But it's like all these wide receivers, they're getting just gutted right now, right? Like, all of them, all of them are getting taken. 
They took KJ Hamler, who's who's ranked number eleven, number one hundred and eleventh overall. Where did they take him? They took him one oh eighth. They're just gutting me. I'm gonna take for my fourth round draft pick. I'm taking Devin Duvernay, Kyler Murray's cousin. Uh, number 123rd overall. I still need a safety. Check out what I'm going to do with safety here in a second. Where's Duvernay? Where is he? Bang. Bang. Let me also look at linebackers really, really quickly. Let me see my... Okay. (laughs) I'm like, I got nobody at linebacker, but I probably got somebody. My go-to guy. Okay. I thought it was... An- hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I thought it was Antoine Winfield that just got taken. I was like, Antoine Winfield just got... Antoine Winfield is still there? Let me see, talk about... Let me look up backup quarterbacks. I don't like any of these guys. Like, eh, I'll just take my guy. So, we need some help at safety. Not at safety. Yeah, at safety. And we also need some help... At, um, at, uh, what's it called? On special teams, I'm going to take Tanner Muse out of Clemson. Fifth round, actually, hold on. I could, I could hold off on getting Tanner. I'd hold off. He's, it's, it's, it's a bit of a reach. I'm going to just kind of take a look here. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take a look. I'm going to do a little bit of shopping. I'm going to do a little bit of shopping here. I'm going to look at some of these guys. I'm going to, you know who I'm going to take? I'm going to take my guy, and, and this is Dallas, so they'll talk, probably take John Hightower later on, uh, wide receiver out of Boise State, 50-50 ball guy, but I want one of these big boys, one of these big guys to be my ex, my new ex, the new 88, right? Everybody's talking about Des Bryant. I, I want him back. I want him, I, in the sense of, I want him to compete, give him a chance, like give, give him an opportunity, don't necessarily give him the job, right? Also, get a guy like Antonio Gandy-Golden, Right, number one hundred sixty-fourth overall. Get him at this position, because I feel like he's definitely a guy that's going to go later on in the draft. Get him here, and then you can go ahead and you can address some of the other issues uh, that you have here. So I'm going to take Tanner Muse. Could I wait for the sixth round? Here's the thing: I could double up, and you could really flex Tanner Muse, not just special teams linebacker depth as well. Julian Blackmon, Geno Stone, J.R. Reed out of Georgia. Antoine Brooks Jr. You kind of, you know what? I'm just going to go. This is, this isn't that much of a reach, but I will take, no, it's not. It's perfect. He's perfect right there. Tanner Muse, Final pick of the fifth round. I'm like, I'm actually just about to enter the sixth round. What am I talking about? No, just get him. Get Tanner Muse in the fifth. Now we're cooking. I I actually like this draft, right? We got Javon Kinlaw, interior defensive lineman. We got Zach Bond. We got Troy Pride Jr., Devin Duvernay, Antonio Gandy-Golden, special teams slash linebacker slash safety, Tanner Muse. That's my sixth-round draft pick, ladies and gentlemen, for the Dallas Cowboys. I really, really like that. Will that happen? We'll see. 
ladies and gentlemen, uh, that was my podcast, 24's podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. If you like this podcast, you can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Pretty much where you can find any podcast, you can find 24's podcast. I will be back tomorrow uh, where I will finally cast uh, a football game because I have been teasing that I will cast a football game for weeks and I have not casted a football game in weeks. Technically, I did. It was Dallas versus New York. It was the Odell Beckham Jr. catch. It's a pretty good game. Um, but I also want to actually talk about um, football here uh, uh, going forward in the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, till my next episode, I hope you have a fantastic day. And I'll see you next time. We gotta go. Home. We gotta go.